0: When you inherit not one, but two catastrophes, and there's only room for one. I've dreamt of them many times and imagined all kinds of things whenever i hear. But the atrocities that were done, you know, when the Nazis first came in, how they took people and murdered them wholesale. And I've never found out what happened to my family. So you can imagine what thoughts go through your mind. A feeling of guilt that I I should have got engaged when I did, and married when I did, wondering whether they were still alive or whether they were perhaps just being killed at the time. This is the field of Lily's worst fears. October the 12th, 1941, was celebrated by the Nazi SS as Stanislauer Blutsonntag. Stanislavov Bloody Sunday. On this day, In this field, they started the murder of the entire Jewish population of the Ukrainian city of Stanislavov. The day started with 20,000 Jews driven out of their homes, marched through the city to this cemetery field. I remember how they walked them on Batorego street going here. Mm. I was hiding. And uh, I remember the thousands of people were walked here And what happened then, I don't know. I know that nobody came back. In Ukraine, there's no memorial to my murdered family. But in Israel, my grandfather and family are remembered at Yad Vashem, the Holocaust museum on the edge of Jerusalem. The dark underground galleries of Yad Vashem, which tell the story of Europe's Holocaust, rise steadily towards a high platform bathed in sunlight, Looking out over Jerusalem Forest, the Promised Land, beneath those trees lie the ruins of the Palestinian village of Deir Yassin, scene of a 1948 massacre by Jewish troops that caused mass Palestinian panic and flight. The Yad Vashem Guide was not supposed to mention that to visitors. If I can stand here and speak about how 70 years ago people killed Jews and no one cared, and not care about what is happening now, with neighbours of mine going out to planes and actually massacre thousands, I shouldn't be speaking at all. Down the road from Deir Yassin was my uncle's house. I visit his son. On his wall hangs my uncle's flag. My uncle made it before Israel's independence, before the Palestinian Nakba. He kept a record of his long military service on it, my uncle's flag reveals he was part of the violent destruction of the Palestinian village of Burair. We did And I'm asking, were killed while dismantling a landmine? She said, yeah, both were killed. Uh, one of them, uh, his, his, he was scattered to pieces. I said, have you seen them with your own eyes? This day? She said, yes, I swear, I saw them with my own eyes. I was looking, and people were looking. But after that, they went to the sky. Not. Both of them were killed. Fatima's son Sami reporting from Gaza in our own times. We know that bringing the Holocaust and the Nakba together will incense many people. The reason why they must be kept separate is not only political, but it's this obsession that humanity has with the monopoly on pain and on victimhood. But we don't keep them separate. This series, Keys, narrates both the Holocaust and the Nakba. We don't have the choice. We inherited them both. Listen to the stories. Hear the words of the witnesses. See how the histories connect. And what will we learn? This journey is unavoidable, but I can't say where it leads.